Hello, mamas. Welcome to the Motherhood Podcast. I'm your host, Jade Abbey, motherhood empowerment coach, founder of the Motherhood Community, and together we are going to redefine motherhood. This podcast is for any mama out there that is ready to step into her power, rediscover herself, and be inspired to thrive as the best mother she can be. So join me each week as we begin to create bigger conversations around the journey of becoming a mother, as well as interviews with the most inspiring mothers from around the globe. So as a community, we can start to empower and uplift each other in this wild but beautiful journey called motherhood. Hello, mamas. Welcome back for another week on the Mother Hair podcast and another episode. So as I mentioned in the last episode, each week I'm releasing a five-part series, The Road to Empowered Motherhood. So last week we covered self-connection and this week we're going to delve into self-care. I'm going to be talking on real self-care. Um, so first thing I'm going to talk about what self-care truly is and why it's so important especially for mothers. And I'm also going to delve into the mentalities and beliefs around self-care within motherhood and how we as mothers can start to shift those. And lastly, I'm going to give you some ideas, some ways in which you can start implementing more self-care, covering the different types of self-care into your daily lives and building your own sort of regular self-care routine. So I know the word self-care is thrown around a lot recently, especially over the past few years. It's definitely become this trending thing on social media. You see all these Instagram quotes promoting self-care, but it it seems to be a lot more common to see this, you know, the stereotypical version of self-care, like you're pampering, your face masks, bubble baths, over the other side of self-care, like looking after your own mental and emotional well-being, which to be honest is probably the most important type of self-care. But I just feel that you definitely see more of this um, surface layer, although physical self-care is extremely important too, it's definitely more of the surface layer self-care. So I want to start getting deeper into the layers of self-care and what the different types are because there's actually many different areas of self-care and I mean it does really depend on where you're sourcing your information from because some sources say there's five types some seven some eight but the main ones I've gathered are physical self-care emotional self-care social self-care intellectual self-care and spiritual self-care so Let's briefly go through them just to give you a rough idea of what each one means and involves. So physical self-care, which is, you know, like I said, is also extremely important, is things like making sure you're getting adequate sleep, like exercising and moving your body, eating healthy, nourishing foods, getting regular health checkups and pampering your body like face masks and bubble baths. (laughs) Emotional self-care is things like being aware of your own emotions and feelings, 
becoming aware of your triggers and patterns, attending to your emotional needs and cultivating a healthy relationship with yourself through things like compassion, self-kindness and forgiveness. That's emotional self-care. Social self-care is things like um, boundaries, boundaries, clear and honest communications with others, having a strong support system in place, building healthy relationships and having those quality connections. Intellectual self-care is really about your own self-growth. So it's about mentally stimulating yourself. It's learning new things, opening yourself up to new things, being mindful, and even um, practicing a positive mindset. And lastly, spiritual self-care is more about your deeper beliefs and values. So spiritual self-care isn't technically religion, like it's not related to, it can be, but it doesn't have to be a religious practice. It can be um, getting a better understanding of your beliefs and values, practicing um, things that nourish your soul and make you feel fulfilled. It's seeking deeper understanding of yourself and the life that you live and exploring and fulfilling your purpose. That's an example of spiritual self-care. So that's a little brief rundown of the main types of self-care and what they include. Now, I know what you're probably thinking. (laughs) How on earth, as a mum, do I find time within my week to fit all that in? (laughs) And I get it. It can seem a lot and it is a lot, but there are definitely simple day-to-day practices you can implement to start working towards building that solid, balanced self-care routine into your life. And I'm going to get to that. But first, I want to talk a little bit more about our mindset around self-care as mums and the belief that so many mothers seem to hold around this topic. Now, I've spoken to a fair few mums like with the work that I do. And the most common thing I hear mothers say is that they experience feelings of guilt and also feel feel selfish whenever they have time for themselves, that they feel like as a mother, they should be putting their children first. And it seems it's almost this belief of that they feel they shouldn't want time away from their children, that they shouldn't want to be alone when they become a mum. And that those types of thoughts makes them a bad mum. Now, like I've totally had these thoughts multiple times in my journey as a mum. And this is something that I really feel every mum has probably experienced at least once before. But what we need to start looking at is why are we holding these beliefs and expectations of ourselves? The short answer is that all of these are basically projected expectations and beliefs that society has thrown on us for decades now. And that's why we have built this idolized version of what it is to be a mother and that we should be these self-sacrificing humans when that's not the truth at all, nor is it realistic. So how do we start shifting out of these outdated beliefs around motherhood 
and start prioritizing self-care free of guilt and seeing it as a beneficial, empowering thing to do. We need to start looking at the benefits versus the impact. We need to start looking at what are the benefits of me actually putting myself first and caring for myself? And what are the impacts of me not doing that? So how would those close to me, like my children, partner, family members, benefit from me prioritizing self-care? And what are the impacts to those close to me if I don't? So when you start asking yourself those questions, you soon start to realize how self-care is in fact not selfish at all. If anything, it's probably one of the most responsible things you can do for yourself and those around you. When you come to realize that continuing to sacrifice yourself in order to meet everyone else's needs is only resulting in you completely burning yourself out and functioning day to day through exhaustion, stress, and resentment. It's probably one of the most, for me, it was the most freeing realization that I could have come to, to be like, hang on, actually putting myself first, having time to myself and practicing self-care actually is allowing me to show up as a better mother, as a better partner, as a better friend, but most importantly, show up better for myself and my life. The way, this is the reality of it, the way you are showing up for yourself has a huge flow on effect to every other area and person within your life. So you imagine what that flow and effect looks like when it's coming from a place of exhaustion, stress, and resentment. The reality of this is, mamas, if you are not adequately caring for yourself, you'll find it almost impossible to adequately care for those around you. And that's why self-care is so important. So now we've kind of gone over what self-care really is and why it's so important and how we can start shifting our mentality around it. I want to just go through some some self-care practices that you can implement into mum life. Um, So I'm going to give you a little practice for each of the self-care types. And like I said, these are just ideas. If you're looking for a bit of inspiration to start a self-care routine, um, by all means, try these out. But also, I definitely encourage you to explore your own practices and what works for you, because everyone's different. Everyone has a different lifestyle, different circumstances, and not everyone's self-care routine practices are going to be the same or work for everybody. So definitely explore that. But let's start with um, physical self-care. So Physical self-care could be as simple as dedicating two, three, four times a week, put it in your calendar and your diary, and time slot an outdoor walk, just a simple outdoor walk. Like if you're a mum that has a young baby, maybe this is something you could commit to daily, and that's maybe just getting outside with a stroller, but get some fresh air, some sun, and take a walk, move your body. That's just a really simple, 
effective physical self-care practice that most of us can implement throughout the week that's going to guarantee you that physical self-care each week and making sure you're regularly moving your body. Emotional self-care could be just getting into the routine of checking in with yourself. So we covered this in the last episode about self-connection. So if you want some ideas with this and haven't already listened, please check out episode 11 because I cover some simple self-connection ideas on there. But this is really about getting aware of yourself and committing at least once a day, whether it just be five, 10 minutes of your time to just pause and sit with yourself and observe how you're feeling and listening to what you need. That is a perfect way to start getting more attuned to your emotions and then giving yourself that ability to care for yourself emotionally. Get into that routine of five, 10 minutes a day, pausing and checking in with how you feel. Social self-care. This could be taking a moment to sit down. This is a little bit more complex, this idea, so I'll run you through it. Um, Sitting down and start identifying what your personal boundaries are. This is a huge one. So before you can start setting boundaries, you need to work out what your boundaries are. And that means looking at your starting point. So try start by looking at where in your life right now are you challenged most? Things like, do you regularly feel your energy is depleted? So perhaps this is a case of stricter boundaries around how much energy you're giving to other things or people, or how much energy you're allowing others to take. Then another really effective way of identifying your boundaries is identifying your values. Because really, whatever your unique personal values are, it's your personal boundaries that are going to be that thing that helps you maintain those values. So an example being, say you value yourself or you want to value yourself more highly. That's how you want to do life. That's how you want that to be a core value. A personal boundary around that would be firmer boundaries around the way people speak to you and treat you and what you do and do not tolerate with that. That's an example of a personal boundary in alignment with a value. So that's just a little way of being able to sort of identify what personal boundaries you need to put in place. Look at your values first and the personal boundaries will come from that. So, I mean, that was a pretty long-winded example, but basically start listing your values with what areas you're challenged with most at the moment, and then what your personal boundaries need to be to maintain those values and bring more ease to your daily life. Intellectual self-care could be experiencing something new. So, Commit to getting out of your comfort zone and perhaps doing something like book yourself into a workshop or start a hobby that you've not tried yet. Maybe something more simple like listening to a new podcast that you haven't explored before or reading a new book that you haven't read. Like this is something that you can jot down in your journal or diaries like a monthly goal and commit to yourself once a month or however regularly you can commit to it 
I will experience something new, something that is going to stimulate you, inspire you, but most importantly, add to that self-growth. That is intellectual self-care. And it's fun, especially as a mum. Like, it's a reason to get out of the house, have some alone time, and do something totally not mum life related. <laughs> start exploring yourself again outside of motherhood and start contributing to that intellectual self-care. That's an example. Lastly, spiritual self-care. So now the most simple and effective spiritual self-care practice that came to my mind when I was thinking about this is a simple daily gratitude practice. One thing you could try is getting into a routine of, as soon as you wake up, the first thing you do is either mentally or physically, write down three things you are grateful for in your life in that moment. And with each one of them, really embody how that thing makes you feel. Don't just say and list them, really feel the gratitude, feel it in your heart. And I can guarantee you that is a practice I've personally done religiously for a while now. And it is probably one of the most simplest but most effective practices I've ever decided to implement into my life. With consistency and doing this every single day, I mean, it's, it's scientifically proven. It shifts, totally shifts your way of thinking even benefits your health and immune system. But with myself, like you find, I, I found that I just naturally started to feel more joy and gratitude for the little things in life with more ease. And you'll just slowly start to adopt a more positive mindset. So that's just a really simple, quick way and something that you can do daily that will contribute to your spiritual self-growth. And I totally stand by this practice. Like I said, it's something that I've done religiously every single day for quite a while now. And I have seen huge effects, positive effects in my life with that. So I definitely recommend giving it a go. And it's so simple. It's something that takes five minutes when you wake up. So that is it, my loves. They are five ways you can start this journey to implementing a more balanced self-care routine and start prioritizing your own mental, emotional, and physical well-being and being okay with that. Start making self-care part of your daily life, not as a luxury or something that you treat yourself to on the odd occasion. It's something that you get to integrate into your being. It's what allows you to show up for yourself and your life like you care. Care for the quality of the life you live. Care for the quality of this body and mind that you're doing life in. And whenever you next get those feelings of guilt come up, when you go to take some self-care time, remember that. Remember how much better you're gonna be able to show up for yourself and your children when you dedicate that time to self-care. So I hope you enjoyed this episode, my loves. Make sure to tune in next Monday for part four of this series. But until then, I wish you all a beautiful week ahead. Much love, mamas. 
Mamas, if you enjoyed this episode and would like to hear more from the Mother Her podcast, please make sure to spread the love, like and subscribe so you can keep up to date with all our latest episodes and interviews. You can also head on over via the link in the episode bio to the Mother Her Instagram community, where you'll find your weekly dose of inspiration, tips and talks all on motherhood empowerment. So I hope to see you all there.